0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Breaking Moment Podcast. My name is Raejean Bowe and I am a social worker who wants to give you hope, encourage you and help you feel less alone in your healing journey. This podcast is dedicated to helping you heal, learn and grow to become a better version of yourself. (laughs) Through education and personal experience, I will discuss topics around mental health and spirituality so let's get started on today's episode hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the in moment podcast remember if any of this information is helpful to you or friend or if you love the episodes and you don't want to miss another one make sure you subscribe or download the episodes You know, if you think a friend will like it, please share the Breaking Moment podcast to encourage others. So this week, we're going to be talking about embracing who you are. I felt this was important because when you think about becoming a better version of you, that involves embracing who you are, which is the good, the flaws, the ugly, the annoying parts of you, everything so I wanted to talk about this because I think sometimes we go through life and we don't like who we are we don't love who we are we think we're too flawed we think we're too much we think we're all these things but at the end of the day you are who you are and I think the first step in healing and the first step in growing and becoming a better version of you is embracing who you are so yes That means embracing the flaws as well. I know it's hard to think about it, but that's a part of you. So in this episode, I want to talk about being unique because I think each of us are unique. We are different in our own ways. I don't think anyone's the same. So I want to talk about us embracing who we are as in embracing our uniqueness, embracing who we are authentically. We are all different for a reason. We are all authentic. So I'm going to define what it means to be unique. I'm going to talk about what it feels like when we don't fit in. I'm going to talk about why we try to fit in. I'm going to talk about how your difference of and how being you can serve you in this world. How you can accept being you. So my definition of being unique is being different from others and standing out everyone has different definitions but that's just straight to the point being unique is being different than others so an example might be not fitting in with peers not fitting in at work not fitting in at home i think in society sometimes individually we want to fit in with everyone else but it's like you bring something different to the table you are who you are so why would you change who you are to fit in with other people so now i'm gonna talk about what it feels like when we don't fit in It makes you feel, and you know, some of this is from perspective. Some of this is from looking it up, but it makes you feel like something is wrong and that you need to change. You know, a lot of things I talk about, like I said, is from experience, feeling like something is wrong. Like, why would we feel like something is wrong with us just because we don't fit in with a certain group? Like, have you ever thought about, okay, just because I don't fit in with this one group that I'm trying to fit in with. Doesn't mean something's wrong. Maybe I'm just the wrong group. I think when we look at it from a different perspective, because it's like, why would we change who we are to fit in with a group when that group maybe isn't supposed to be who we're hanging out with? Or maybe you're supposed to bring something different to the group. It's all about perspective. No, you don't need to change who you are to fit in with that group. That's big. Like, you don't. Like, if you're questioning it, I'm telling you, you don't. Be yourself. Not fitting in also can cause us to feel lonely, depressed, isolated, frustrated, confused because lonely because maybe we don't we feel like we don't fit in with anyone. But it's like, OK, say you feel like this in your 20s and then in your 30s, you find your group. It's so it's you learn that it's not about fitting in with the fitting in with others It's about being yourself and attracting the right people. I think if we look at it from that, like, OK, maybe I haven't found my friend group yet. Maybe I haven't found friends maybe I haven't found my relationship yet because maybe you're not with the right people but it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you Um, yes it still can feel lonely like I'm not taking that away it definitely can feel lonely because at the end of the day of course we want to fit in with others yes it can make you feel depressed and isolated because you're just like thinking about all the things that are wrong with you it like makes you over like highlight on all your flaws and all the things wrong with you and then you start thinking oh this is because this flaw is why nobody hangs out with me. This flaw is because of this. But no, it's not anything. You are who you are for a reason. So I'm going to talk about now why we try to fit in. According to an article by Duke Today called, Sometimes Even Three-Year-Olds Just Want to Fit in the Group. There was a study of 104 children aged three and a half, and they were invited to a pretend tea party. They discussed with other children what kind of tea they wanted, snacks, cups, plates, etc. So some children decided on a thing, for example, a donut. And even though if other students decided on something else, that child stuck to the item they wanted. But other times, 23% of time, children switched their choice to settle for someone else's. So the article concluded that even though children listen to adults, they understand things coming from the group norm and act out of sense of connectedness. So I wanted to talk about this article because it shows us even at a young age of three and a half that as children, we might say, hey, I want a cookie, but everyone else is eating brownie. So, oh, never mind. I don't want the cookie. I want the brownie. But how does that serve you? How does that embrace who you are? Maybe you don't like brownies, but now you're going to choose the brownie because everyone else chooses the brownie. Like, no, if you don't, if you want the cookie, get the cookie. (laughs) Obviously, it's more than just snacks. But the point is that even I just wanted to highlight this article because it just shows you how we're quick to change things. We're quick to change what we want and where we want to go because others around us are doing something different. Others, are, others around us want something different. Others around us act differently. But we're not supposed to change that. We are who we are for a reason. I'm going to say that a lot throughout this episode because I want you to embrace who you are. I want you to start embracing those flaws. I want you to start to embrace all the great traits you have. Embrace who you are because we need you in the world that was just an example but some of the reasons why we why we want to fit in is we want to feel accepted and we learn this at a very young age as I explained in the article everyone wants to feel accepted who wants to feel like something's wrong with them nobody I think in life if we don't understand that we're not supposed to fit in with everyone, then we are going to feel like something is wrong with us all the time. And I'm only saying that from experience, meaning no matter where I went, I wanted to always fit in with the groups I was in. And even though my mindset was differently, I thought something was wrong with me because I wasn't thinking like my age group. I wasn't thinking like a high schooler. I was always thinking ahead or um, certain things I just wouldn't do because I, realize the consequence of it but it was just like i don't know and i beat myself up about it cuz i'm like why am i not like my 16 year old peers or my 17 year old peers or my 18 year old peers and then i realized that cuz that's not who i am like i just see things differently i want different things in life i don't want to settle for this i want i want more so we want to accept it and i think especially at a young age not even just three, but especially middle school, high school, like nobody wants to just feel alone. Like, you know, that's, I feel like those are the ages where you have, you know, groups, like you have the athletes and you have the, this group and that group, this sports team, that sports team, being um, confident in yourself probably isn't the best thing then. It is the best thing, but I think it's not looked at as the best thing. Like being confident in yourself and not doing what everyone else is doing is not really praised at that young age because you know we're still growing at that age you're still growing your brain is still developing so I think once we get to a point where we realize that our differences and who we are is who we are and we're not going to change that and watch watch when you start standing for who you are the world around you will change meaning you attract different people maybe people that accept who you are maybe people that that are similar to you and I just noticed that once I start embracing who I am I feel like um my friends group changed the people I was around changed and I became more peaceful yes sometimes it's still hard but I feel like overall because I at the end of the day I'm being who I am I'm embracing all the parts of myself I'm not hiding parts of myself to fit in with a certain group and I hope that you can get to that point because as I mentioned in one of the episodes life is precious I hope that every day that you are becoming a better you and becoming a better you means embracing all of the parts of you. Sorry, I kind of got off track. So why we want to fit in is we want to feel accepted and we learn this at a very young age. We also, another reason is we want to feel like we belong. That kind of ties into what I just said. We want to belong. We want to feel accepted. Um, Another one is fearful of being alone. So I just have to highlight this one. Like, I'm going to go in depth about this one because I think that this is big. This is big for not only embracing who you are. I think this is just big in life in general. We don't want to be alone. Nobody does. I get it. But I think we allow the fear of being alone to consume us to where we settle for things less than what we are. Meaning... We might be so fearful of being alone that we will be with a friend group who is not good for us, but we don't want to be alone. Or we might be so fearful of being alone, we might settle in a relationship that we know is not good for us, but we don't want to be alone. Or we might be around family members or people that are toxic to us, but we don't want to be alone. So I think we have to get to a point where we're okay with being alone, meaning you still have your support systems, but we're not going to settle and be in toxic relationships and friendships and things like that, just so we're not alone. Because it comes down to okay, you, you, your peace, or just the fear of being alone. Remember, we talked about fears. It's just fear. At the end of the day, you're you're not alone because there's things that we always can do to hopefully find people and support systems, whether it's through social media or clubs and. And hopefully there's family. Hopefully there may be groups out in the community for you. But I just just say this with so much sincerity that don't allow yourself to settle. Allow yourself to embrace who you are or be all you can be because you're fearful of being alone. Because you're not alone. You're really not. I know it feels that way, but you're not. There's always someone going through what you're going through. In similar ways, God's with you. And I just, I have to highlight this one just because like, that's something that I struggle with. I was so fearful of being alone that I settled for many things that I shouldn't have. And um I just don't want that for you. And if that is you, I hope that you become aware of it, that it's not worth it. Yes, it's still going to be hard, but Maybe this this moment of being alone will teach you things about yourself. Maybe you will start engaging in activities that you need to do, and start embracing parts of yourself that you need to. And then it leads you to the right people for you. It leads you to the right relationship for you. It leads you to the right job and things for you. So yes, that one I just had to highlight. Um, another reason why we fit in, we try to fit in, is when, same thing. We're uncomfortable to be alone, so fearful of being alone. We're uncomfortable being alone. So now I'm going to talk about, there's a guy named Abraham Maslow, and he created a hierarchy of needs. And pretty much if you, as I speak, you can kind of picture it. So if you think of a pyramid and he starts from bottom up, and that means to the top of the pyramid. So at the bottom of the pyramid, it talks about physiological needs. Physiological needs are food, water, shelter. Then the second pillar of it, so, think about that. So, there's the bottom one and then the second layer is safety needs, and that's pretty much feeling safe and secure. Then the third level is social, and that's pretty much a belonging, a sense of connection, family, intimacy, etc. Then the next level up is esteem, which is, you know, self-respect, respect for yourself, confidence, all that good stuff. And then the last one, which which is crazy because when I read about this in school, a lot of people don't even reach the last part of the hierarchy. So that's why he goes from bottom up. And a lot of people don't reach this last one, which is self-actualization. And this is where you, you, know, you, reach, your, you reach your passions. You start achieving your uh, full potential. So I say I bring Maslow up because even though I learned about him in school, I think it's important for you to know that he put in there social belonging. The third pillar is social belonging, a sense of connection. And I think it's important to say that that's another reason why that we might want to fit in because we want to feel a belonging and a sense of connection. So that is an important need. Like he put that in. So that's why it's important for you to find the right people though. It's important for you to find a right the right people so that you can be all you can be and feel a sense of connection. because let's be real. you can be with anybody. You can be with any type of friends and, and um, members in the family or, or whoever and you still don't feel a sense of connection, but you're just there because it's a you know it's a person, but maybe you don't even feel connected to them. How many of your relationships and friendships and things do you feel connected to them? Are you just there because you're afraid to be alone? Because that will play a factor. It will play a factor if you actually feel a sense of connection and security with those people. I just wanted to add that because I think it's important to know that it is an important step. You know, Maslow put it in there that every person needs that. They want to feel belong, like they belong in a place. And I also want to highlight he did add este- um, you know, esteem, which is, you know, respect and confidence for yourself. And part of that is about embracing who you are. You have to embrace who you are. You have to have respect for yourself. How are you respecting yourself and having confidence in yourself if you're not embracing all of you? You have to embrace who you are. That means the flaws. That means everything. So how can your uniqueness serve you? It can help you with your purpose in life. It can help you help others. It can help you become your true self, which can help with self-esteem which can help with self-image, which can help with your confidence. It also can connect you to people who accept you. And it can lead you to people who have similar traits or values as you. So you and your uniqueness, you and who you are, you might say there's too many flaws. There's too much that I don't like. But guess what? There's someone else there. There's someone out there that needs you. Maybe they need you, in your job maybe they need you as a friend maybe they need you at church maybe they need you at the grocery store maybe they need you in a relationship but you matter and who all all of who you are no matter what flaw you think you have there's someone out there that needs you and you never know what your flaw or what all of who you are can help someone in life like I would have never thought, like I said before, I would have created a podcast, but I always had a passion to help people. And I thought some of my flaws with being, you know, a people pleaser and perfectionist and overthinking, that's big for me. I thought that I couldn't do it because I would have overthought it and thought I had to be perfect at it and just some of my flaws, I just wouldn't have thought I would be doing what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, I'm using those things that I struggle with to help people to help whoever wants to listen to this. Also with being a therapist, just helping those in the community with different things they are going through. So I would have never thought that some of the things I've struggled with some of the things I didn't like about myself is going to help people in the world. So you never know how your flaws are going to help people, or how your strengths are going to help people or just how you will help people. So I want you to think about that. It can it can serve you. It might not feel like it right now, but it definitely can. So how can you accept you? I want you to focus on your strengths and your weaknesses, but it's a balance. So yes, I want you to write down your weaknesses so you can say, I'm a procrastinator. I'm an overthinker. I have anxiety. I don't have a degree. All these things that you think are weaknesses. But then I want you to... Balance it. So then we're gonna talk about some strengths, but maybe you're responsible. Maybe you have good time management. Maybe you are a hard worker. Maybe you are very empathetic. You're an active listener. Maybe you are very organized. And I would just want you to take a sheet of paper and you just write down your weaknesses and your strengths. And it doesn't matter which one has more. It just helps you to see that yes, even though I have weaknesses, I have strengths. And like I said, you never know what your weaknesses or your flaws how it will still help you in the world and how it might help others. So the first one is to focus on your strengths and weaknesses. Two, I want you to accept who you are. And this is a process. You can still, by accepting it, I want you to realize that you can still have things that you wonder about. You can still have things you're unsure about. You you can still have things that you don't understand about yourself. But accepting it, meaning... You know, just saying, you know what? I struggle with procrastination. Sometimes even just accepting is the first step because think about it. If we're just in denial, like, nope. Say you always, you never turn your work in on time. You always procrastinate, like with assignments, with with work, with everything. And you're in denial, like, nope, I'm not a procrastinator. Or nope, I'm, I'm not this. Nope, nope, I have good time management, but nothing's ever turned in. If you can't accept it, then you can't work towards figuring out how to become better in those areas or figuring out how to embrace who you are if you can't accept it remember acceptance doesn't mean you like it it just is accepting the fact that it's true so for me I had to accept that I struggled with anxiety I had to accept that I struggled with people pleasing that was hard for me to accept because the thought of just accepting a flaw just makes you like ugh, like Just not want to do it, you know. So I had accept that I was a people pleaser. I had accept that I was a perfectionist. That I thought that it was normal because I thought that you were always supposed to be perfect at everything, but you're not. Because how does that help you in life trying to be perfect at everything? Because nobody's perfect. So I'm pretty much setting myself up for failure. So I had to accept that I was a people pleaser. I had accept that I was a perfectionist. I had accept that I was overthinker. So I had to accept these things of of who I am so that I can embrace who I am so that I can learn to love who I am despite those things. So then the next step, I want you to try to learn from people who are different than you instead of comparing yourself or trying to fit in with them. So maybe you're with a group and you do feel different, but maybe instead of comparing yourself saying i need to be like them i need to start acting like them i need to think like them maybe see what you can learn from them don't try to fit in with them maybe it's maybe god put you with them because there's something that something you can learn from them but also something they can learn from you another one is maybe surround yourself with people of similar interests um yes we don't always want to feel like we don't fit in with a group to so say maybe you like karate i don't know i just thought of karate and none know your friends at school like karate. Maybe go to a karate class and maybe you can make friends there. Or maybe you like walking or running and you always do it by yourself, but you wouldn't mind doing it with other people and all your friends maybe are busy and stuff. Maybe see if you can join, um, start a group. Maybe you can start a group for people in the community that want to run. Um, or maybe you like to do podcasts and no one around you is doing podcasts. Maybe you can, you know, create the podcast or find someone that might be interested in podcasts and create a group. Yeah. So it, it's, it's not about there's people out there that might have similar interest in you that you haven't met yet. Maybe you love cars and designing them and all that stuff. Maybe see if you could find a car group um, in the community. Um, Another step is spend time doing what you love. Spend time doing what you love. What do you love to do? Even if other people around you aren't doing it, what do you love to do? Do what you love to do. Maybe your friend group doesn't like um, drawing, but you love drawing. Draw. Draw. (laughs) Or maybe at home, you're the only one that likes sports, but no one else likes sports play sports i know it's like you want them to maybe be to be there for you but like and maybe they will maybe they didn't play sports in their lives so they don't know kind of how to do it maybe it's something that you can teach them you can always look at embracing who you are as a teaching experience because someone around you might want to do what you're doing and they don't know how to so it's about you accepting who you are and then maybe you can show them and they might be like hey i like that too and then boom you have someone that likes similar things as you So that's it with closing. I just want to say I think one of the best feelings in life is when you learn to accept and embrace yourself embracing your weaknesses embracing your strengths embracing your values embracing everything about you it helps you to show up in the world as you and nobody else you have one life one not two not three not four not five not six one be yourself don't be anyone else don't be anybody else. Don't try to fit in with anyone else. Be who you are and the right people will come to you. And this will allow you to see life differently because you will no longer live life fearful of others or thinking that something is wrong with you because you will love all of you. I challenge you to embrace who you are because the world needs you to be you. I was listening to a sermon. This is a side note. And um, at the end of the day, you don't know who needs to hear your voice. You don't know who needs to see your smile. You don't know... Who needs to see you light up the room? So, but they can't see that if you're not all of you. If you're not, if you're being a fraud, pretty much you're being a fraud to yourself. Don't be a fraud to yourself. Be true to you. And you don't know what that'll lead you to in the world. You never know who your kind words, your bright smile, and your loving heart or your calming words will do for someone in the world. Yes, you may be different. Yes, you may feel like you don't fit in. Yes, you may feel alone. Yes, you may feel like an outsider. Yes, you may feel not good enough. Yes, you may stand out. But that's okay. Give yourself permission to embrace who you are. The world needs you. If you don't hear anything I say today, the world needs you to be you. So that starts with you embracing yourself. All right, guys. I'll talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Breaking Moment Podcast. If this information was helpful, please share it with others. And if you enjoy listening, subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes. You can listen to the Breaking Moment Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Until then, I will see y'all next week.